You're listening to the Moon Griffon Show podcast on kpel965.com. time to play some cartridge row trivia as we're in the final couple of minutes of the show they want to save you money on your printing needs call cartridge row and ask about their no-cost printer program 337-984-9000 online cartridgerodeusa.com all right just a couple of uh, questions here for you joe uh talking about some of uh, some great history questions here for you okay so who gave the statue of liberty to america was it france japan or china france there you go all right, there's your first one. Okay, next question. Who, Which U.S. president signed the Louisiana Purchase? Was it George Washington, John Quincy Adams, James Madison, or Thomas Jefferson? Jefferson. There you go. All right, next question is... All right, let's see here. Okay, in what year did the U.S. celebrate its 200th birthday? Would that be 1976? There you go. A little bit of a math question involved in that one as well. In what war were ironclad battleships, the Monitor and the Merrimack, involved? That was Civil War, wasn't it? Bullseye, man. Good one. All right. Uh, On what ship did the Pilgrims set sail to America? Was it the Nina, the Pinta, the Mayflower, or the Sea Escape? Mayflower. All right. Whose Virginia estate is called Monticello? Was it Ben Franklin, James Madison, George Washington, or Thomas Jefferson? Jefferson. All right. Let's see if we got time for one more. All right. Let's see here. Oh, I had one for you, and I lost the question. Uh, let's see here. All of the above. Yeah, this a good one. Uh, let's see here if I can find it for you. Nope. We're just going to go ahead and end it there. All right. Wind it on a good note. You got all of them correct. All right, so that'll do it for Arcadiana's Morning News today. Uh, Moon Grafon waiting on deck as he will be in very briefly, and we'll have more for you throughout the day with the Dan Bongino Show, Joe Cunningham from 3 to 4, and Shannon is offsides from 4 to 6. We'll be back tomorrow here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. Oh, and this is the Fox Business Report. Inflation continued to moderate last month. The consumer price index rose two-tenths of a percent, up three percent for the year ending in June. Core inflation, excluding food and energy, rose 4.8 percent in the year ending in June. Price increases have been retreating since topping nine percent. Domino's pizza shares are up 11 percent after revealing that soon its pizzas can be delivered on Uber Eats or Postmates with delivery provided by uniform Domino's drivers. Chipmaker NVIDIA may be an anchor investor when its competitor Arm launches its stock. The Financial Times says NVIDIA is in talks to participate in the IPO. And regulators in the European Union have cleared Broadcom's takeover of VMware. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Kosova, invested in you.
Democrats just want to win the next election, and they're trying to do it with ceaseless money printing. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon. It is critical to protect your retirement right now with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To learn more, get a free info kit on gold IRAs by texting the word SHELTER to 989898. There's nothing to buy and no obligation at all. Text the word SHELTER to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. Paid for by Birch Gold Group. Telling Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky support from the alliance will be there during the fight against Russia and in the future as Ukraine awaits membership in NATO. The long-term commitments we're making are are backed up by the notion that in the meantime, we're going to provide security to Ukraine uh, for its needs and against any aggression that may occur. So once he's asked for a timeline, but NATO leaders are not letting Ukraine in until the war with Russia is over. FBI Director Christopher Wray is at a hearing of the House Judiciary Committee just getting started on bureau oversight. Fox News has obtained part of his opening statement. It reads, quote, the work the men and women of the FBI do to protect the American people goes way beyond the one or two investigations that seem to capture all the headlines. Take violent crime or our work going after the cartels exploiting our southern border or the thousands of active investigations we now have into the Chinese government's efforts to steal our most precious secrets. But Republicans are raising questions about FBI's original Trump-Russia probe and the ongoing federal investigation into Hunter Biden. Fox's Brooks Singman. Protests at Iowa's Capitol in Des Moines ahead of a vote last night to ban abortion after about six weeks of pregnancy. I am, I am going to ask the state, I am going to ask the state patrol to remove anybody that is shouting in the gallery. It will not be tolerated. Governor Kim Reynolds says she'll sign that bill into law Friday. Stocks start the day higher on Wall Street. The Dow is up 272 after the Labor Department reports consumer prices coming in 3% higher than a year ago. That's the lowest annual inflation since March 2021. Month over month, the consumer price index rose two-tenths of a percent. Inflation hit a peak of 9.1%. The Federal Reserve Bank targeted its two. Anything higher than that might mean more interest rate hikes. America's listening to Fox News. Hey, it's Jesse Kelly. When a restaurant closes, my reaction is, that sucks. They had good steak. When regional banks close or three of them close overnight, it freaks me out. This is why I have my own personal gold reserve. It's part of my personal protection plan. Call my friends at Oxford Gold Group. Call 833-404-GOLD. 833-404-GOLD. That's 833-404-G-O-L-D. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go, shortness of breath, fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit notimetowait.com. Sponsor News Talk 96.5 KPL Bro Bridge Lafayette. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Studios online at matthew-james.com. Hey everyone, this is Joe Cunningham. You can check out my show, The Joe Cunningham Show, every weekday from 3 to 4 p.m. right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media.
welcome Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Matthew James, Axe and Wealth Management Hotline. It is an honor to be here today. Hump day. Just a little programming note. I won't be here Friday. I got, there's a scheduled break, and then I got two more days in uh, August, early August, I'm going to take off. Other than that, I ought to be here the duration. But uh, if I'm going to take off, this is the time to do it. <laughs> right around the corner, it's election time, and uh, I want to be, be hot and heavy with the rest of y'all just checking out what's going on and uh, getting involved as much as I possibly can. Uh, at least I hope to. Anyway, we need to change the state. We're not going to change it voting the same way we vote. We saw what poor leadership looked like for eight years out of the governorship, horrendous leadership. And I'll get to that in a minute. And also uh, what really bad leadership looks out the House and Senate when you pick Republicans that backed in just like the governor back then. It's just horrendous. And that's what we looked at when we looked at the budget and things of that nature. It all went crazy because lack of leadership and people that just don't care. It was just all about money. Get money to everybody you could. And it's, it's a shame. A uh, couple of things real quick, and I may get to it uh, <laughs> later than sooner. How about that, Brandon? A uh, couple quick things. There's a, there was a story out about the climate. I'm just throwing this in there, okay? Uh, kidney stones. Brandon, I don't make the brand. And this is the – I speak from experience. That was a time in my life that was real stressful for me. I was a lot younger. And uh, I, I probably had 15 to 20 of those things. And I had somebody that sent me to the hospital. Now, I hadn't had, I had one today. I hadn't had one in a while. And, and what I found was the, the diet, and what, what, what I was told, caffeine. And then, but you know, one of the major causes of it, people got to realize it, is, is stress. I'm telling y'all, it's stress. And it was, and when I look back at kidney stones, it was some of the most stressful time in my life. But that's not what I'm talking about, me. But I just want to let you know I got a history of kidney stones, and uh, some of them weren't too good. Some of them I was able to pass, just sucking it up, and I mean, deep pain, sitting at the house, about to cry. But other times I, I went to the emergency room three or four times. But I didn't realize. So they, there was a story about kidney stones and how more younger people were having it. Well, I, I had mine when I was young, but. Now they went and talked to the experts. So let me tell you what the experts are blaming us on. They're still talking about diet, uh, uh, ultra-processed foods. Okay. You ready for the big cause of it, folks? Climate change. <laughs> These people are so out of control and I wish I could throw an F-bomb. Crazy about this climate change. Climate change causing more cases of dehydration. I'm not making this up. Climate change. Climate change is causing kidney stones. Y'all, did y'all not know that? I wanted to make sure you knew it. <laughs> oh, my God. It is unbelievable how they come up with this craziness. Now. One other quick story. Quick, these are just a couple quick stories before I get to roll. Just want to let you know, you know how they say don't drink the water in Mexico? Well, you might not want to drink it in California if this bill passes. California proposes toilet to tap, turning wastewater into drinking water, and I'm not making this up. 
Man, when you go to Mexico, you might not want to drink the water. When you go to California, you may not want to drink it there either. California State Water Resource Control Board proposed regulations on Tuesday that would allow for toilet-to-tap programs that recycle wastewater and add it back into the drinking water systems. <laughs> I know. First thing Brandon said was, dang, how gross can you get? I don't know. I hear there's a lot of people moving out of California. So <laughs> Think about what I'm saying now, folks. You choked up on It's that? just nasty. Did you Did you get I, well, I was, So I'm looking at my water <laughs> that I'm drinking right now and yeah. making damn sure it's not from <laughs> California. Oh, my God. Let's see, Brandon. This is, I was at the beach. Yeah, I'm going to have to look at, make sure I'm getting that Louisiana <laughs> water. Not, oh. That's California, the fruits and nuts. I mean. I mean, fruits and nuts about everything. Mm -hmm. Now, we all going to be kin. <laughs> it's all going to run through our blood, folks. We'll all be kin. Toilet to tap. Wastewater into drinking water. They're going to clean it up in California. So uh, my suggestion is when you go to California, try to buy products that are not sold and made in California. Because, you know, Brandon, if you got a beer... It's made in California, don't you think they're using a little water? Mm -hmm. And if you got Kool-Aid and you got to use water, I mean, just telling you, if you go to California, you may want to go and get out of there before you have to drink something. Yeah. Or make sure it was made somewhere else. All right, look, you can't make this stuff up, folks. This is what they continue to do. It's amazing. All right, Thursday, which is tomorrow for you people in Balkanville, we're going to find out if we're going to have a veto session. All it takes is uh, if, if, if a majority of people don't send in to cancel the veto session in the House and Senate, that means if 20 votes don't send in the Senate and 53 votes don't, don't send in, don't do anything, we're going to have a veto session. And folks, we need a real veto session. We need a veto session that deals with four, five, or six issues. It was, what was his name, Louis Bernard, Senator Bernard, out of uh, the Natchitoches area. Boy, he's a real winner. I ain't voting for nothing else. And he voted for one bill, and he shut everything down. We don't need wimps like that. We don't need a wuss like that. We need people that are going to go over to Baton Rouge and override some bad bills that the governor vetoed. Uh, it's, it's very important that you call your House members and Senator members and say you want a veto session. It's very important that we override the worst governor that ever sat in the governor's office. The most woke governor, the most leftist governor. Edwards wouldn't, Edwin Edwards wouldn't near this left. He was a liberal, but he wouldn't woke like this cat. This cat wants to mutilate and castrate children. And he's all for it. And that's a fact. In the media, the John George's advocate, boy, I got into it with him yesterday. Boy, I got into it with him big time. Anyway, long story short, I'm, I'm not going to get into all the details of it. It's too much. But, man, I got into it with the owner of the newspaper. I mean, what a what a piece of crap. And anyway. Uh, Are you talking about him or the paper? Uh, the paper. <laughs> uh, he owns the paper, so if he, he's got smell on him, too. <laughs> How about that? He owns it. He owns it. So uh, all I'm telling you is. 
if you want a veto session to override the worst governor ever, and, and, and this guy doing all this woke stuff that you and me are appalled by, and most people are appalled by, you need to call your House and Senate members. Now, I'll tell you who you really need to call. Uh, the shyster shakedown shakes not and blank page the Senate president. Those guys get all the votes they want every time they vote them. If a veto session doesn't happen, it's on their heads. If we don't override some, some vetoes, it's on their heads. They can get every vote they ever wanted. If it doesn't happen, it's on them. Now, it's really it ought to be on Bill Edwards. Bill is the one vetoed it. Bill's the one that never wants to protect young kids. He don't want to protect them in schools. He don't want to protect them in the bathroom. He don't want to protect teachers from having to talk to these young kids when they don't need to be sending their political strategies and ideology at these kids. He wants all that to happen. It's Bell's fault. But these guys are sitting there, okay? These guys are sitting there uh, with an opportunity to do some very, very good things in an election year. Then the next question is, who will be next Ronnie Judas Johns? Who will sell their souls for 30 pieces of silver like Ronnie Johns did last year, or year before last, whenever it was? Judas sold us out. Who's the next Judas in the Republican Party? Is it Bernard? Is it Connick? Who's the next? We know Fred Mills is going to sell us out. We know he's selling. He already sold us out. He's been selling us out since he got there. The clown, the Walmart greeter, whatever name you want to use. So who's the next Judas in the Republican Party? Folks, this ought to be easy to override about five to ten bills. They could roll them through. All you got to do, all they got to do is go have the veto session and get organized and do what's right. But once again, somebody told me, look at the leadership of Shake Snyder and Cortez. It doesn't give you much confidence at all that something good's going to happen. What happened? Three Stooges, Cortez, Shake Snyder, and Edwards. That's not a bit different from any of them. That's just really not. Cortez, I believe, takes orders directly from Bell. Directly from Bell. Shake Snyder gets his marching orders from Page. It's telling you from an observer who's been doing this for 30 years. We're going to take a break. More to come. You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show. Louisiana's 48th in police pay, 35th in teacher pay, and dead last for firefighters. That doesn't surprise you, does it? The legislature had an extra $2 billion. That's billion with a B. The blue team fought the red team, and then the red team fought the red team. They passed a budget that none of them read without permanent raises for teachers. What kind of message are we sending? It sounds like move to Texas. We don't value you. It's embarrassing. So how can we expect our children to stay, serve and build community if we don't make our teachers, police and firefighters a priority? I'm Hunter Lundy. I'm a Christian and an independent. I'm running for governor. Let's seize the future of family, community and prosperity. Not one of crime, poverty and potholes. 
Why not? Hunter Lundy, Governor. Paid for by Lundy for Louisiana. When you think about how you spend your money in retirement, what comes to mind? Probably travel, sunny beaches, and spoiling your grandchildren? But a recent survey found that over 30% of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes. Baby boomers were told for years to save money in their IRAs and 401ks and pay taxes later. Well, now that day has arrived, and boomers are shocked to see a third of their money going back to Uncle Sam. John Blanchett and the Matthew James Financial Group can help. What if you could? Protect all or most of your retirement wealth from future tax rate increases. Achieve a zero or near zero effective tax rate for most of your retirement years. Find out more. 337-366-8366. Isn't it time you got a second opinion on your wealth and retirement outlook? Learn how you could potentially kick the IRS out of your IRA. 337-366-8366 and online at Matthew-James.com. Hello. Folks, there's no truth to the rumor, no truth to the rumor at all that California, when they turn wastewater into drinking water, that they're going to have poop popsicles. I'm just telling you, there's no truth to the rumor. Poop popsicles are right around the corner in California. But maybe I shouldn't have said that. It might give them an idea. Hi, y'all all. Welcome back. Moongraphone Show. Great to have you with us. I, I got to go back to something I just briefly mentioned yesterday. Uh, I told y'all Louisiana created a new position for our environmental resilience policy chief, which is another way to say climate czar. <laughs> and Republicans led the charge to create a climate czar that will go under the governor's mansion, under the governor's uh, tutelage. The governor will control that. Now, when you get a horrible governor like we had, what do you think that means? This cat's going to have power. He never, uh, a man of God's going to have power they shouldn't have, and I can promise you. But this was created and pushed through House Bill 526 by Zero Z Zarain, a fraud squad member. Okay? And one of the things that bothers me about this is when I listen to Z, I'm quoting him, okay? Uh, Zerang, that would be Zero himself, said in a release that he filled, filed the bill to make state government more efficient. So we added more bureaucracy, another talking head. We gave the governor more power, and he's going to be able to get secretaries and people to work under him. How, you, only in Louisiana can we add more bureaucracy and call it fixing government and making it more efficient. What we learned while working on coastal issues that you can be much more effective when you are competing for funding money, folks. They're basically hiring a climate czar to go raise money from the federal government. When you speak with a singular, single voice with the authority of the governor's office. So let's see, Brandon, you work for me. I'm going to tell you what to do. Why can't I just go tell the people what we need instead of going to you so you can go tell people what we need? Something crucially important with the unprecedented level of federal funding for resistance, resilience projects available today. In other words, Z created a 
created an office. He created a position for a fundraiser. Somebody who knows climate, because as you know, the world is going to hell in a handbasket with global warming. This was created by Republicans. Look, 88 votes in the House. 88. I'm not making this up. They got 88 votes in the House. Okay? And you got 36 vote in the Senate, and both Shakespeare and Cortez led the charge for it. They both voted for it. There were very... Only Barrel, <laughs> Greg Tarver's buddy Peacock voted against it in the Senate. And in the House, you had some absent, Desertel, Emerson, Guyman, Hollis, Owen, Selders. And the people that voted against it were Amity, thank you, Cruz, Edmondson, Freeman, Hodges, Horton, Mack, McCormick, Miguez, Seaball, and Tarver all voted against adding more bureaucracy. Now, Brandon, you might want to ask me about Francis DeFee Thompson. Well, you know, DeFee votes for anything spending money in anything. How in the world, how in the world we ha- can we start a, a climate czar? Bogus Boboye, all the fraud squad members voted for this. Every one of them. You name them, they voted for them. Cocktail Cousin, all of them. I mean, it's just amazing. We started... Bad news, bad, big motor mouth, Tanner McGee. All of them uh, voted for this. Neil Raza, they all voted. They, now, remember, watch the commercials this year. Every Republican's going to run on less taxes, less government. How is this less government? This is more government. They, they always bicker and cry about how much power the governor has. This gives the governor even more power. It's under the governor's office. A climate czar to raise money, to go to federal government. Please give us some more money. Please give some more money. And Zizer, zero Zizerang and the fraud squad led the charge. More government. More government employees. And by the way, if you're a government employee, I'm not cutting you. Take your job. Make your money. I understand. But why do we want to add another level of bureaucracy in the name, according to zero Zizerang, and making state government more efficient? If that's the case, let's just add about 200,000 workers to state government so we'd be even more efficient. If seven or eight or 10 people in this new department, or 20 or 50, whatever it's going to be in, is going to make it efficient, why don't we add 200 new employees to make government efficient? I'm, I'm just asking the question, folks. I mean, this is crazy. But you watch the advertisement. We need to streamline government. We need less government and less taxes. See, nobody's running against bogus Boboye, cocktail Cousin. They don't care how they vote. People think, oh, they're good guys. They're killing us. Those people are hurting us. But go ahead and vote for them. Go ahead and vote for all the people that hurt us. <laughs> A new government position. But watch the advertisement. Less government, less taxes. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right, when we get back, we'll talk a little bit with the, uh, what we got, Secretary of State, a little bit about voting. And by the way, they, Edwards vetoed a bill. They want to override that one as well. We'll be right back.
Insanity. Doing the same thing again and again and expecting a different result. Louisiana's education system consistently ranks at the bottom. For years, we've had the same wrong answer, throw more money at the problem. But something is happening in other states. Parents are being empowered to pick a school that fits their child's need through education scholarship accounts. Parents in other states can choose where to spend their child's education dollars. Public school, private school, charter school, homeschool. You can learn more at a school that fits.com at a school that fits.com. Louisiana is unique. The food, the festivals, even the bugs. It's termite season. Did you know termites are responsible for over $1 billion worth of damage in Louisiana alone? For over 60 years, J&J Exterminating has been shielding homes and businesses. 100% guaranteed against termites, pests, and mosquitoes. Louisiana-owned, customer-focused. J&J Exterminating. Call them today, make the pests go away. J&J Exterminating. Get the shield. Yeah. Hey, folks, discover Raging Cajun, the original Cajun seasoning, and Raging Cajun Foods' delicious line of seasoned dinners. Beans, black-eyed peas, roux, Creole sauce, seasonings, rubs, and even sweet jalapeno relish and spicy pickles. Raging Cajun's authentic recipes have been secretly crafted in the heart of Acadiana for over 38 years. As for Raging Cajun at all your favorite grocery stores today, Raging Cajun, original Cajun seasoning. Folks, ask him for that Raging Cajun. Oh, Shucks, you've been hearing me brag about Shucks. been going there for many, many years. Shucks does a great job. If you like seafood, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. I'm telling you right now, there's shrimp, there's oysters, there's fish, all fresh every day right off the boat. So if you want something fresh and you want fresh seafood, you got to go to Shucks. Don't forget, if you're having a party, call Shucks. Let them cater the event for you, or you can go pick it up. Shucks, they're waiting on you. If you want a great time and you want great food, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. Shucks, oh, they're good. Hey, folks, it's Moon Graffon. This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607 is the numbers of Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Hotline, you're welcome. You can always email me, moon at moongraffon.com, moon at moongraffon.com. I hadn't even got to the hot stories of the day. Uh, advocate, the uh, devil's advocate, uh, back at it again with just, uh, uh, I told y'all they're going to pound Landry, they're going to pound Elizabeth Merle, and uh, this, this latest is on covid and they don't get it, and they don't understand it, but I will explain it to you folks. John Tobler joins us. He is the Deputy Secretary of State. John, how you doing, sir? I'm good. It's good to hear your voice. All right, man, good to talk to you today, John. Okay, John, the governor and all these vetoes, there was a bill dealing with elections. I want you to explain the bill because the dude vetoed the bill, and I went, I couldn't believe he vetoed this, but usually anything wholesome and good, he does veto, but... Talk about the bill, what the bill was supposed to do, and all that stuff. Sure. So it, it, it's a very simple. It's a very simple bill, and it's it, it. He, the governor, has previously vetoed this bill twice. We took his veto message from the last two years, tried to write a bill that that the legislature would pass, but also would be conscious of his message 
the governor's message and try to craft this so that we we could have a bill that he would sign and recognize. It's HB 646, and what it would have done was simply to allow registrars to send additional Canvas cards to a completely different data set of voters. These are people who have not voted in at least 10 years. Mm-hmm. Right now, unless we have an absolute name match or, or other data matches such as Social Security number and other information, this would have allowed us to, to during our Canvas period, send, send a different data set. And we need, that, uh, we need that opportunity to be provided to us by law. We cannot just do it on our own. So he's saying that, that it's duplicative, uh, it's, and it's a completely different data set, and it's, it, just, it just indicates that he's either fundamentally misunderstanding the Canvas process uh, hasn't listened to the uh, testimony with regard to this bill in um, in the legislature and committee, and uh, he's ignoring the will of the legislature. He's ignoring what the legislative auditor said needed to need to have happen, and even election experts to say this is a positive step to eliminating people who have been on the voter rolls but yet hadn't voted in 10 years, and some of them even longer. And we have a person who's, who's literally uh, 100, 130 years old plus on this, on this list of people, and we uh, can't remove them because we can't get an absolute name match. Yeah, yeah. By the way, I'm going to predict what the governor was all above. I mean, you're looking at a guy that don't know what the difference between a girl and a boy. I mean that sincerely. He doesn't. He's, it's, it's sick. And, uh, but he does. what he does, he, he, he vetoes a bill. Like you said, all the good government people, all the good watchdog people, all, everybody says this is good. It's okay. It's okay to do it. Then did, what was his excuse? What was his excuse? Did he, or did he put even anything? Did he just veto it and not say a word? You know, when, he, when it came to protecting children and castration, he had a six-page letter. Okay, and he, and he vetoed that. What was what was the reasoning that he gave for veto this? Sure. In in a nutshell, um, Moon, he said that it was duplicative and that it was it was um, it could potentially remove eligible voters from the rolls. These are people who haven't voted in 10, 20, 30 years. Oh they haven't voted. They're likely they're likely to not be here or be dead. And and. When we do this, if we are able to to get this passed in the veto session, um, and getting this overridden in the veto session, I should say, we we would then be able to reach out to these folks and at that point put them on the inactive list. Now, what the inactive list is is it doesn't mean you can't vote. It just means you got to present yourself with an ID to be able to vote. Okay. You have to be able to prove your identity to be able to vote. And it takes another four years to elect federal election cycles for it to, for the, for that person to come off. So essentially we are giving them a four year, possibly five year period by the time this passes and is implemented into law. We are giving them literally probably five years or more to get right and and be able to be there to vote and it's simply a tool to clean up our voter rolls it isn't any instantaneous removal it is simply a tool another tool that we need 
designated in law that that will give us the opportunity to Actually, fix some of these anomalies. John Tobler, my special guest. John, uh, Deputy uh, Secretary of State. Uh, Actually, I think y'all probably been nicer than I would have been. I'd just shut them off and turn them down. You're not even doing that. What you're doing is you're trying to recognize names. Are they eligible or are they not eligible? I mean, somebody on the board, well, we the voter rolls for 130 years. I mean, let's me and you be blunt. The chances of them living is pretty slim. Right. And, and, and listen, Moon, statistically, um, there's, there's probably 600 people that are 120 plus in the entire world. Okay, yeah. we got a couple of hundred of them on the voter rolls in Louisiana. It it is it is an obvious problem. It's one of a number of obvious problems, and these people are either dead or or move to other states if they're if sure. they're younger. But realistically, let's say that it's a female. You know, uh, when they might have registered to vote. They may have registered as Mrs. Moon Griffon because because that's what women did back then. Well, she didn't die as Mrs. Moon Griffon. She died as sure. you know Stacy Griffon, uh, who who you know whose maiden name was such and such. Well, yeah. we don't have those records. Probably at that point they didn't have social security numbers because that wasn't a thing before the the forties. Yeah. So literally, it's 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 a process that that we need this extra tool in our tool belt and everybody agrees except for the governor and the people that that run him uh yeah. with with these kinds of issues and it's, yeah, terrible. And that's, it's really that, really that's a that's a woke governor grabbing something that he should have let go and uh i'm sure they meet with the like you said the powers to be above him i say hey we don't need this we need it because there there are people in the democrats you know, that I just want an honest election uh, between you and me, John. We got honest elections. I'm good. Okay? That's what I want. Yes, That's sir. all I want. Honest election. If I get beat every election in an honest election, okay? I'm not talking about Louisiana in general. I'm just saying in general, everybody. If you got honest elections and people choose to go a certain way, I live with it and I move on. But you got to have honest elections and, 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 and nobody's going to, you know, we're not trying to stop people from voting. We're trying to make sure the voter rolls are clean. Period. Matter of fact, People that are on the voting roll that aren't really here, aren't living, usually benefits a Democrat if you look around the country, not a Republican. But beside that, this is not even a Republican-Democrat issue. I want honest elections. If we got honest elections, I'm good to go. I'm good to go. And then the, 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 the fact that that may be of consolation to you, although we need to fix this, is that these people aren't voting. Part of this, part of this exercise is that that they have to have not voted for 10 years. So we know they're not voting. Yeah. Okay. But we want to fix it so that, that our voter rolls are an accurate picture of our population. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I agree. They're not voting at all. And to me, that's, that's, that ought to, that Dell Evans will say, well, if they ain't voting in 10, 20, and 30 years, they don't need to be on the roll. That looks like a common sense thing, but in the woke society we live in now, it's not. And uh, so anyway, uh, last time, give out the bill number so people can go read about it. And you need to also ask people to call their representative and senators to include this. If we have a veto session, include this bill. Sure. It's HB 646 by Fornum um, in, the, in the Senate. It got 25 votes in the House. It got 75 votes against, against 11 and 15 
nays and some people were absent. But um, but we want to we want to just remind people that this is another tool in our, in our toolbox. Nobody's going to be disenfranchised. We are going to right size these voter rolls and take take an opportunity to to reach out and touch these 182,000 people that that need to be that need to be clarified. Are they alive? Are they dead? Have they moved? What's their status? And at that point, they'll be put on the inactive list. They won't be just purged from the polls as as the governor's people and the folks that uh, that that he listens to would tell you. They're going to be on the rolls for four years, and all they do is have to present themselves with identification, and they are allowed to vote and are back to being an active voter. Yeah, There's you, no difference other than you got to show up in person. Yeah, you. Uh, I, I think it's a heck of a bill, but he usually vetoes good bills. All right, John, thank you yes, so sir. much, man. God bless. We appreciate the time. Uh, John Tablo, of course, uh, Deputy and Secretary four. of State. All right, sir, thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right, another reason to have the veto session. Another reason for Republicans to have some guts. But will we have another Judas John? There's silver right around the corner for us. We're going to find out by tomorrow, folks. Tomorrow's the day. Take a break. You're listening to the Moon Reform Show. Welcome a new sponsor to the Moon Graffon Show, the Nicole Spellman Group. They're the number one real estate group that serves the whole state of Louisiana. I know Nicole. She's good people. And her team sell hundreds of homes a year. Charles is a big fan of Nicole with the Nicole Spellman Group. She performed double duty for him by selling his Prairie View home while he was also looking for a new one. Within four days of listing the property, she had already delivered a full price offer. Nicole also helped Charles find his perfect forever home, and ever since, he's been referring her to everyone he knows. Trust me, you can trust the Nicole Spellman Group. Get in touch with them at NicoleSpellmanGroup.com. That's NicoleSpellmanGroup.com. Call Nicole Spellman Group. Write it down, 225-629-1900. 225-629-1900. Let them find your dream home anywhere in Louisiana. We all use technology to make our lives simpler, but you may be losing a human touch with your customers. If your business telephone system is antiquated, or you're near the end of a contract with your internet and phone service provider, it's time to contact Line One about their hosted phone service. They can set up with the technology tools to create a more personal relationship with your customers utilizing their state-of-the-art cloud-based telephone system. Line One has user-friendly phones, web meetings, video conferencing, and can integrate your smartphones with your office phone system. Imagine your smartphone integrated with your business phone system. With the Line One app, your office will have the ability to transfer calls directly to your smartphone. And when you make a call from the app, it will display the call ID of your business, not your cell number. Your Line One system will be intimately configured for your business needs. Check us out at Line.One. Line.One. It's time to talk to the professionals. Learn more about the technology with a human touch. Go to Line.One and tell them Moon sent you.
back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607 is the number. It's the Matthew James Tax Wealth Management Hotline. If you'd like to be part of the program, it's your opportunity to be a voice. A little late in the program. I'll probably come out at a 10 o'clock hour. Another horrendous, horrendous piece. Editorial and the advocate, the devil's advocate. Uh, talking about the false narratives against COVID restriction, but really what it was is the poppet Jeff Landry and Liz Merle. And I'm just not going to let them do it. When they do it, I'm going to hit them back. Now, I'm just, I'm just, I'm going to hit them back because they deserve it. And, and it's, and, and, and it's so, this article is so screwed up. They let people in Baton Rouge and wherever else they got their stupid newspaper at. Uh, just write stuff in different narratives. I, on the other hand, will give you the rest of the story. It's like an old guy told me one time in, 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 in Monroe, Louisiana, Brandon, old insurance salesman. Came up to me one time at a chamber function. He said, you know, I listen to the program. You know, you only give out a third of the information. You know what I told him? I said, you're right. A third of the information you can't get anywhere else. And that dude been mad at me since. <laughs> he was an older guy and I was younger, I guess I was. And I'm a very respectful person. People that know me, people tell me, quit calling me mister. But on that one, I thought, you know what? Third in information you cannot get anywhere else. And I always thought that was a, a pretty good line for me, actually. And I've used that line for a long, long time. You can get a third in information here you can't get anywhere else. So anyway, it, uh, it, it, it is what it is. Uh, but I do want to get on this because this is, this is really – unbelievable what they want to do when they want to go after these people. And they're not fair about anybody. They're just not. You ain't fair. I got an open microphone for any one of them. Anybody I've ever mentioned on When Craig Moneybags Romero got upset with me, he called in twice and got on this microphone. Moneybags, if I looked at Craig Moneybags Romero, I look at the good old boy network to the T. To the T when I look at old Moneybags. And so... But they're all welcome. You can't go to the you can't go to the advocate and sit down and talk with the devil's advocate, can you? They write whatever they want. So it's a big difference. Zero Zizarang been on here twice, two or three times. Bogus Bobo, yeah, he's been on. The ones that choose not to come. I mean, Blank Page Cortez told a news program right here in this in KPL studio one time, he ain't coming here because I'm here. <laughs> I mean, that's real tough. But blank page, he ain't coming because I'm on the station here. I mean, that's, that's childish. So childish. But anyway, they can do whatever they want to do. Uh, by the way, I, I, the old teacher pay raise is out there again. Keo, Aaron and them did I, I don't know if it was Aaron. Probably was Aaron. I do not see. Yeah, Aaron McCarty did one. How do teachers' salaries in Louisiana stack up? Louisiana's losing ground on the battle of paid teachers. Educators in the Bayou State filed $12,000 behind the national average. I really don't look at the national average. I look at the southern average. How far are we out from the southern average? And according to this, our teachers make $52,472. You know, every time I say that, I always get people get mad at me. Teachers get mad at me and say, we don't make that kind of money. Mississippi, Florida, and, and Arkansas pay teachers less than Louisiana. It says Texas and Georgia are on, on the high end across the south. Uh, critical problem facing leaders and shortage of teachers and proto- uh, was asked how long we can get away with low pay. He says this remains to be seen, but he says the biggest question is what is the amount we have to pay to keep our quality teachers? So 
I, I'll be honest with you. I've been on the air 30 years next month. And this is the one subject that's never changed in Louisiana. My answer was to pay teachers $100,000 so we never talked about it again. But on top of that, we want to see results. So, oh, that's not a call. All right. Okay, okay. Uh, so, you know, this teacher pay raise thing, and I'm going to say it again, understand something. In education in the South, we spend as much money as anybody in the South on education. Y'all do realize that, right? Why teachers pay raises ain't high enough? Talk to your local school boards and talk to the legislature. That's what you. That's who you have to talk to. You got to talk to your local school board. You got to talk to the legislature and Bessie members. That's who you have to talk to. Just paying teachers a hundred thousand dollars a year is not going to solve the problem. But the reason I want to pay them a hundred thousand dollars a year. By the way, this is how about this, Brandon, so we can get this off the. Let's say now, if you're already deep in the teachers' retirement system, you know, fifteen, twenty years. I'm not talking about you, but let's say every new teacher that comes in now. We're paying them $100,000 a year. That's your salary. Okay? There's no, we're going to do a full cut, 401k retirement just like I have and just like Brandon has and just like all the people in the business have. So you get $100,000 a year, but it's a 401k. Or take the salary you have now and you get guaranteed retirement for the rest of your life. And if you stay in the system long enough, it's a hell of a deal. Which one would they take? See, me, I'd rather have the guaranteed retirement because there is no guarantee in my investments. But the state of Louisiana backs, backs constitutionally. We back up our retirement system. We have to pay it according to the Constitution. We have, this is one of the first things we have to pay. So you could take the retirement system of the average person out there or you can take the retirement system you're in now, but the pay is the pay is what it is. I, I would be interested to see if you're out there, would you want the $100,000 and you make your own investment through your 401k in the, in the state? Or do you take whatever you make? Okay, because if the average is 52, there's a lot of people over 52. And if you got two teachers at 52, that's $104,000 a year. That's a lot of money in the state of Louisiana. So which one would you rather have? High salary and an investment plan like I got and Brandon got? Or would you rather have the salaries that you get? And there's a lot of people work their ways up. They move to different school systems. They end up being a teacher for so long. They go into upper, I call it upper management. They make a lot more money. Their retirement's based off what they made their best three years. There's a percentage. I'm not going into all that. Not that it's overly complicated, but I'm not. So which one would you rather have? I had an argument one time. I know this surprised you, Brandon. It was at a basketball game with a good friend of mine. His wife was a teacher. He was a jeweler. He's listening today. He knows who I'm talking about. He said that argue with me, and I said, yeah, your wife's retirement's a lot better than what me and you going to have. He said, man, you're crazy. So we make a lot more money. I said, that ain't what we're talking about. We're talking about the retirement system. He, we got into an argument at a basketball. It wasn't a big argument. But we just a discussion more than an argument. I said, I'm telling you don't know what you're talking about. Your wife's retirement with the public school system is better than what you have. So, Brandon, that was back when our kids played ball. You know, my oldest kid's 35. I mean, you got to go back 
18 years when I had this argument, okay? I saw him about five or six years ago, and I re-asked him, I said, man, you know, you were right. Man, my wife's retirement is way better than what I'm putting back, and I'm investing. And plus, it's guaranteed. She stayed in the system 30 years. She's already retired. He's out there working his butt off. I'm just telling you, what do you want? You want a high salary and you got to go like a 401k? Or do you want a salary that you can make the best you can make, but you get a guaranteed retirement? Don't forget insurance. A lot of benefits on the backside. We don't ever talk about that, do we? Well, I do, because I think we need to think about the big picture, not just the little picture. All right, we got to take a break. You're listening to The Moon Graffon Show. that's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. News Talk 96.5 KPEL Brobridge Lafayette, a town square media station broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Defending the FBI, I'm Chris Foster. Fox News Bureau Director Christopher Wray is testifying at a House hearing where Republicans accuse the FBI of politicizing cases involving people like former President Trump and President Biden's son, Hunter. The work the men and women of the FBI do to protect the American people goes way beyond the one or two investigations that seem to capture all the headlines. Virginia House Republican Ben Klein. They claim to have made changes to the process, but yet we still see the weaponization of this and other agencies against conservatives. It was on Fox and Friends this morning. President Biden and other leaders of Group of Seven Nations announced a declaration of long-term support for Ukraine. I think it's a powerful statement, a powerful statement of our commitment to Ukraine as it defends its freedom today and as it rebuilds the future. The president met again today with Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky at the NATO summit in Lithuania. Ukrainian delegation is bringing home significant security victory for the Ukraine for our country, for our people. NATO leaders agree Ukraine's future is in the NATO alliance, but not until the war with Russia is over. Three people are reported to have been killed, 14 injured in a bus crash in Illinois. A Greyhound bus collided with three big rigs that were parked on the Silver Lake rest area off-ramp along I-70 outside Highland, Illinois. No word on the cause, an investigation's been launched, though pictures show the right front end of the bus obliterated. With heavy damage to the rear of the trucks, no one in the semis hurt. Greyhound, in a statement to Fox News, saying the bus was headed to St. Louis from Indianapolis. Fox's Jeff Manasso, it's a... Lower than expected inflation report, the 3% annual inflation is the lowest in more than two years, according to the Labor Department's Consumer Price Index, with prices rising two-tenths of a percent from May to June. Used car prices went down half a percent from May to June after two months of big spikes. America's listening to Fox News. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go. Shortness of breath, fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit notimetowait.com. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Shooing seagulls away from our beach snacks is easy, but keeping my frequent heartburn away, that was a full-time job. I had to chew up to 10 antacids a day to manage it. Then I tried Prilosec OTC. 
Just one pill a day blocks my frequent heartburn for a full 24 hours, giving me one-and-done heartburn relief. Thanks to Prilosec OTC, now my heartburn's on vacation, too. Prilosec OTC. One pill a day, 24 hours, zero heartburn. It's possible while taking Prilosec OTC. Use as directed for 14 days to treat frequent heartburn, not for immediate relief. Court-appointed special advocates, or CASA, are specially trained volunteers that help secure safe homes for abused and neglected children. Don't let these innocent victims slip through the cracks of our complicated legal system. Get involved today. Call CASA at 268-5111. This nonprofit organization moment brought to you by News Talk 96.5 KPL. Hey, this is Joe Cunningham, and every weekday on my show, The Joe Cunningham Show, you can tune in for all of today's top news, local, state, and national, plus analysis that you're not going to get anywhere else. All of the big topics from a local perspective right here on the Joe Cunningham Show every weekday, 3 to 4 p.m. on News Talk 96.5 KPL. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Hello, welcome to Show. Great to have you with us as we rock and roll. Wednesday, hump day already for you folks. Looking forward to the weekend. 844-766-6607 is Matthew James, Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. Last thing, because if anybody wants to call on the, on the teacher's deal, I'll let them. I just said that it, the teacher's pay raise just has not been a priority in the state. And you got to go to Bessie or your lawmakers or your local entities. Uh, there was going to be a chance for a pay raise if if we wouldn't have broke the spending cap, we would have had a chance for a pay raise. But since we broke the spending cap, they just gave them a bonus. That's just what they did. They gave them a bonus. So, uh, but you you know, hundred thousand dollars. You do your you do your four hundred one k. You do your do the state. They can set up a regular just like a business with a four hundred one k. No more guaranteed retirement. Now now once again. People that have been in the system 10, 15, 20 years, they can opt out and stay in a guaranteed retirement. That's what I would do. <laughs> stay in your guaranteed retirement. Great benefit. Nobody talks about the insurance and all that. Is how much great benefits they are. And if you work your way up the ladder and you've made really good money, you get a pretty good, nice retirement system that I don't have like that. I don't have nothing guaranteed in mine. Nothing. You make more money. I don't know if I do or not. It's not even important. I don't have anything guaranteed. There's no nothing in the Constitution to pay Moon Graffon's retirement fund. Nothing. But if you work and you're in a retirement system, there's something in the Constitution to protect you. I'm not cutting anybody. I'm just telling you how it's set up. May not set up for you to make all the money in the world. But one of the reasons we're losing teachers and we're losing kids is the kids are leaving to go somewhere else to work. And that will not be addressed, so we're going to keep having a problem. If Listen, let me. I, I found this out in life. If you have a problem and you address the problem and get the problem fixed, things go better. But if you have problem or problems, 
and you don't ever address the problems, you never can fix it. An example, education. You know how we fix education and it never gets fixed? Throw money at it. Throw money at them. Just throw money at it. How do we fix roads? Throw money at it. But we don't really fix the roads. We've had money to do all this, folks. It's not a money problem. How do you fix the job problem here? You can't just throw money at it. You got to have some fundamental changes in the way we do business. But we don't change it, so don't expect anything to change. People are leaving for jobs because we're not creating them. We're still in the mode of buying companies through economic development. LAD or whatever the heck they call it, Louisiana Economic Development. <laughs> so they buy a company here and they buy a company there and they get the headlines and the devil's advocate and all and they write these articles and, and, and they don't do anything. All right, this is what I wanted to get to. You're welcome to talk about that. 844-766-6607 is the number. It is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. In Louisiana, somebody wrote, number two in spending per student in the South. I know. It ain't money. Allocation of funding. Stuart Rice. Stuart, you're right. I'm just telling y'all, it's better than you think it is for teachers, but all we hear is about is pay raise, pay raise, pay raise, and they write articles. Great article by Keo. Aaron McCarty did a great job with that article. You know? And maybe 100000 is ridiculous, but I don't know. I mean, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to, get, I'm trying to do some radical, sounds radical, Brandon, to go from 52 to 100, don't it? Well, if it would help, but I don't know if it helps the kids and I don't know that at all. I know it helps the person's bank account. Okay, let me ask a question. Is a $52,000 teacher, Brandon, does that teacher become better if it makes 100000 Why are you shaking your head? I mean, so is, it, is that a legitimate question? I mean, I guess it is. But, I mean, it, just because they get more doesn't mean that they all of a sudden start gaining more knowledge. Or maybe they might work a little harder if they have a sense of, you know. But, Brandon... I thought you're supposed to work hard for whatever you uh, did, whatever no, no. you agreed to. Yeah, I hear you. And that's what I was taught. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I, I wish teachers made a hundred thousand dollars a year. I just, I just wish they did. Let me take a call. Let's go to Mike in Shreveport. Mike, you're on the Moon Graffon Show. How you doing, sir? Oh, pretty good, considering all the wonderful things we're hearing. Uh, this is not about the teachers. It's about the California sewage water situation. I just wanted to uh, point out. What do you expect from the kind of people that would let a monster like Leslie Van Houten out of jail? Yep, and you're talking about the old Manson family. And if you ever seen yes, the movie, if you ever read the book or seen the movie Helter Skelter, those people should have been all put to death, not put in prison for a life. Absolutely. I was I was about ten when all that went down and I can very well remember the horror that the adults were expressing at that time, that there were such extreme psychopaths running loose out there. And and Charlie himself came up for parole for the first time in 81. 13 years later, he's up for parole, but he never got out. But I thought, they're never going to let those guys out. Never, none of them. Did Charles Manson, didn't he end up dying in prison? Yes, sir, he died. And that other girl whose name I don't remember died... And there's that guy from Marshall, Tex Watson. He's still there, but he was the guy that did all the wet work. Uh, 
Well, yeah, to our they credit. Are, are, uh, you're, <laughs> you're right, though. They should have been, uh, if you didn't take them out, which you needed to really take them down and kill them, uh, you, yeah. you, uh, you don't Absolutely. let them out. You don't ever let them out. You never let people like that out. No. I'd say there's a good chance a family member out there of a victim might be at this moment saying, I got to get to her, I got to take her out. Uh, I don't know the mindset of the criminal mind, but God and mercy, those were horrific, evil, satanic stuff that was done back to those people. Sharon Tate and totally in cold blood. Yep, no doubt about it. All right, my brother, thanks. Appreciate the call, but that that is California. So let me get to what I wanted to get to. Editorial in the Devil's Advocate. That's the John George's publication. After reality, false narrative against COVID. Could COVID-19 have been worse than it turned out to be? And, and they, they go into, you know, they go into talking about, all of a sudden, out of the blue, they want to start talking about COVID again. Okay? And they want to talk about COVID to back up Edwards and Canner and what they've done. Okay, and the thing about it, folks, you know why people like me and a lot of people got mad about the COVID whole situation? I'm going to make a statement. If you don't agree with it, you call and tell me because it might have been bigger for you. For me, it wasn't so much the control factor. To me, it was the mandates. They wanted to mandate something. They admit they didn't even know what was going on. They wanted to mandate something that should have never been mandated. That was the whole problem with people that thought this was crazy. We didn't think we should be mandated anything unless you had facts in front of you, and they had no facts about COVID. They didn't have a lot of facts about COVID. They had what the media and what the national media was telling everybody. But anyway, this article was also written so they could hit Jeff Landry in the head and Liz Morrell. They start off, unfortunately, some politicians and self-promoters continue to try to refashion history by looking backwards with perfect wisdom, glossing over a time of vast uncertainty. Now, they're admitting there was uncertainty, folks. If there's uncertainty, you don't mandate anything. Brandon, if I tell you I don't know what's going on, but this is what you better do, you're going to go, huh? I don't know what's going on, Brandon, but you got to do this. Well, why do I have to do that if you don't know what the heck's going on? And that's what was going on. We didn't know. And then we had Edwards and then so-called experts like Fauci who lied and lied and lied. They were telling people to put on masks that didn't work, that had no proof of stopping the virus. And then the vaccine came along, and it was a, it was a vaccine that was not really approved. And we find out, take the vaccine, you ain't got to wear a mask. Then we find out the vaccine doesn't stop COVID and it doesn't stop you getting it and it doesn't stop you from spreading it. A real vaccine stops that stuff. Then the narrative was, if you wear if you get the vaccine, you, you, your hospital stay won't be as bad. Well, that's a lie, Brandon, because I know a lot of people that died. I said, I know enough like everybody else. Every dang one of them took the vaccine. So you're going and then, and then it came to schools and our children. So anyway... The self-promoters. One of the heroes in those years, Louisiana Public Health Chief Joseph Canner. He wasn't a hero. 
He said it was a path we we had not been down before. If you've been down a if you haven't been to a place before, you don't and you and you got a problem, you don't mandate stuff because you don't know what the hell's going on. They admit it. He admits it. The advocate says the vast uncertainty. How can you have a mandate? How can you mandate anything without certainty? It's uncertain. And, and, and as Canner saying, uh, we had never been down this path before. What? How do you mandate something, folks? How do you mandate? I want to get to the kids and all that stuff because the difference between us and the media and what they're trying to do, first of all, to get into popping Landry and Merle, but the difference was we didn't want the mandates on us. I didn't. I, I knew what the risk was for my life. I even had my one of my doctors, a heart doctor, said, "You don't need to take the vaccine." That's what he told me directly, and I said, "God, I trust it." Anyway, let, don't go away, folks. Yes, I know this. I know I'm not trying to rile you up. I'm just telling you, the devil's advocate is at it again. We'll be right back. to be in Shreveport or Baton Rouge, New Orleans, you know, and you haven't checked out Superior Grill and you like good Mexican food, please go to Superior Grill. Go check them out. You're going to enjoy Everybody that I've sent there have really enjoyed the great taste of Superior Grill. They love the food. It's a big menu. It's a lot of different things you can pull out from the enchiladas to the fajitas to the tacos to the quesadillas to the steak to the hamburgers. They do it all at Superior Grill and that salsa and that queso is all so good. All you got to do is find a way to, to Shreveport, New Orleans, or Baton Rouge and get the great taste of Superior Grill. But, hey, if you're home and you're in, the, in those areas and you want to cater and, and, and people like that, they cater. They can handle big groups. I've been there with many big groups and had a great, great time. They'll accommodate you. They'll accommodate you the best they can. You can pick up food to go as usual. Line Avenue in Shreveport, Government Street and Holland Road in Baton Rouge and St. Charles Avenue in New Orleans. Superior Grill. It's great. And next year, we're going to have one right here in Lafayette. So, Hey, check them out. If you hit it that way, make darn sure you go check out the great taste of Superior Grill. When politicians handcuff the police instead of criminals, we have a problem. This is Jeff Landry. As an experienced former police officer and sheriff's deputy, I will defend, not defund, our police. Serving as your attorney general, I've helped take hundreds of criminals off the street. I have seen the need for change, and I will lead. As your governor... I will reverse failed policies that are driving crime, bring truth and transparency to criminal justice, and help stop crime before it happens. To protect jobs and grow wages, we must have safety and security. Keeping kids out of crime starts with reforming our education system. The solution is not more liberal politics, but action. If you agree, join our campaign at JeffLandry.com. Together, we can make Louisiana great. Paid for by Landry for Louisiana. Okay, so you...
Welcome back. Moongrafon Show, great to have you with us. 844-766-6607 is the numbers of Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. So I want to go back. The advocate wrote an article. The Devil's Advocate writes an article, and they go back and relive history and COVID. And what they're really doing is busting Lange and Morell. I'll get to that in a second. But they don't understand when you're telling me we don't know, we don't understand, you don't mandate. It's not the time to mandate stuff. You shouldn't mandate was a lot of unconstitutional stuff against the law stuff. But everybody was scared because they scared us. They, they scared everybody. I'm going to be blunt. They scared everybody with this. And so when they scare everybody, then, you know, they had a lot of people they loved. They, they, they got to go home for months. I didn't. Drove me nuts. And I love my wife and my children. They shut down everything. And they had no reason to shut down anything. Once you didn't heard the risk, you lived accordingly. So, but the big deal was the mandates. That's what got conservatives and Christians and everybody so upset. And I'll get to that in a second. Now, though, a new political thing is emerging, they say. The tough decisions in times of crisis and very imperfect knowledge. Here we go saying we, don't, we, we were just doing things. We didn't know what the hell we were doing. They admitting they didn't know nothing. Then why should we listen to people who admit they don't know a dang thing, including the governor, including Cantor, admitting, oh, well, you know, we didn't know this is a new war. Then why are you mandating anything? We're trying to protect the hospitals. I get it. You don't have to mandate to protect the hospitals. Imperfect knowledge were not only unnecessary, but the fact more harmful than the dreaded disease. See, what people denying stuff is more harmful than COVID. See, just, it's so much ignorance at the devil's advocates, not even funny anymore, it's sad. And then they're gone. This kind of after-the-fact insight was, I was on the Capitol Hill recently by Liz Morrell, top aide, Attorney General Jeff Landry, both seeking off. See, this is the shot at them. And then they quote Liz Morrell, who was right on the money. We disagree with almost all of Morrell's statements. It's a smart, smart lady. Far from the very beginning of COVID-19 pandemic, the vast majority of leaders at the federal, the local levels engage in completely irrational decisions while claiming complete autocratic power to justify those bad decisions. She is 100% right. They made decisions and they based everything on COVID. They, they didn't care if it was constitutional or unconstitutional. That's a fact. That's 100% correct on Liz Merrill. This behavior began at the federal level with federal bureaucrats ultimately leading by example, providing justification for similar behavior at state and local levels with a complete disregard for the law. That is a fact. We had a guy, Mr. Spell, Pastor Spell, goes to jail. They arrest him, shutting down services, and the Supreme Court said, nope, you can't do that. You can't. That was against the law. I'll be Susan the hell out of him. So she's arguing that taking aggressive action in the face of all that disease and death was irrational. That's not what she's arguing. She's arguing that you don't have a right to tell people to mandate a mask. You don't have a right to tell people to mandate a vaccine that we know now did not stop the spread of COVID. It didn't keep you from getting COVID, and it didn't stop you from getting, getting COVID to, giving COVID to somebody else. That's a fact. These people at the advocate, the devil's advocate, and Edwards and them are absolutely irrational. But they took a time to shoot somebody down. And they admit, from the very beginning when the danger of disease was recognized, but almost everything else was unknown. 
Then why do you mandate things when things are unknown? See, folks, what happened was the medical society got screwed up on Obamacare. They were all on these hospitals. They were being told what to do. We had nurses, nurses who went through COVID get fired because they didn't want to take a vaccine. We had nurses couldn't go to work. They had to take the vaccine. For what? They couldn't stop getting the disease and they couldn't spread it. And for as masks, that was 100% a joke. We all know that now. So Morrell goes to do that. So they go back and say, Canada's own take on the revisionist history, the driving motivation of leaders was to protect people. Our job was to preserve human life for Louisiana. Yes, but since you didn't know enough going on, the mandates didn't work. The masks didn't work. The vaccines didn't work. The phase one, two, three, four didn't work. The six-foot distance did not work. People were dying. People were getting sick. It didn't work. None of that worked. And here's what I mean by mandate. Mandating these little bitty kids get vaccines in schools in kindergarten and first grade. Not allowing parents and doctors to make their decision. That's what we were mad at. Wearing a mask which couldn't protect them from your virus no matter what kind of mask you wear. That's what we were mad at. We weren't crazy. We were right. We were 100% right. 100% right. They don't mandate for parents what they do to kids like that. Unbelievable. And especially on something you don't even know what's going on. We'll be right back. I'm Mike Gwynn with Gwynn Auction Company, and I would like to sell your used construction equipment, farm equipment, and vehicles. We offer flexible seller's options, including buyout price, guaranteed sales price, and straight commission. Whether you are looking to reduce a fleet, liquidate a business, or get a high wholesale value on your trade when purchasing new equipment, we have a plan for you. Give us a call today. Let's talk auction. 337-824-0422. Have you heard about stockapond.com? Are you looking to get in a private bass and brim fishing lease? Or maybe fish stocking for your private lake or pond? Then Shepherd's Acadiana Fish Hatchery has what you are looking for in business for over 30 years. Shepherd's Acadiana Fish Hatchery offers the best private fishing lease and fish for stocking lakes and ponds in Louisiana. You can visit that website at stockapond.com. That's stockapond.com. Don't forget it, stockapond.com. Louisiana is unique. The food, the festivals, even the bugs. It's termite season. Did you know termites are responsible for over $1 billion worth of damage in Louisiana alone? For over 60 years, J&J Exterminating has been shielding homes and businesses. 100% guaranteed against termites, pests, and mosquitoes. Louisiana-owned, customer-focused, J&J Exterminating. Call them today, make the pests go away. J&J Exterminating. Get the shield. Yeah. Hey, folks, discover Raging Cajun, the original Cajun seasoning, and Raging Cajun Foods' delicious line of seasoned dinners. Beans, black-eyed peas, roux, Creole sauce, seasonings, rubs, and even sweet jalapeno relish and spicy pickles. Raging Cajun's authentic recipes have been secretly crafted in the heart of Acadiana for over 38 years. 
Ask for Raging Cajun at all your favorite grocery stores today. Raging Cajun, original Cajun seasoning. Folks, ask him for that Raging Cajun. Attention, visit. This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Hi, y'all. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. It is a Matthew James Tax Wealth Management Highland. Just a couple other things on this because the, uh, you're going to see the uh, uh, devil's advocate kicking more on Landry and Morrell more than anybody. It's just coming. They don't, they, they, they don't care what they print, what they say. Any conservative gets in the way, they're going to knock them down. I'm just telling you. I've been telling you that. Going back on this, on this COVID deal, you know, parents should have the right. We did not even know. It's an experimental drug. The COVID it, drug is an experimental drug. It was an experimental drug when we was going through this. So parents are saying, I, and, and, and this is the thing that the, the devil's advocate and the rest of people won't, won't admit, kids were not affected as much, not even close. Now, there was occasional death and all that stuff. Somebody said, well, hold on, just, and I agree. But when you look at the big picture, it was, it was more against people that were elderly and people that had, uh, you know, comorbidities that they just couldn't do nothing about. I'm not saying it didn't kill some healthy people, but the flu does that every year. 60, 70, 80, 90,000 people. They just don't make a big deal about it. So it was all the mandates, the mask mandate. For what? If anytime you see them little blue masks, if you think that can stop a virus, I kind of feel sorry for it was between your ears. So we know that that was that was an outright made up lie. Fauci, Fauci even told us that at the beginning before he lied and made up. Hell, we had two or three. I think the mask had more to do with control than anything else. As far as the the vaccine, if you knew the vaccine, and we find out real quick, the vaccine did not stop you from getting COVID, nor did it stop you from passing COVID to somebody else. What's the purpose of the vaccine? Within the then the angle changed. Well, it'll keep you from death. Well, that's not true either. Because a lot of people that took the vaccine died. Well, it'll keep you from getting that sick. I don't know how they proved that, by the way. But they had to change the narrative because they were losing the argument. Even the president, this fine, outstanding president we have. Hey, man, get your shot. Take the mask off. Then we find out, well, no, don't do that. You need the shot, the mask, social distancing. Everything works is how we get rid of it. Well, that didn't, none of that happened. All these viruses have taken their course. Unfortunately, people do die. I'm a little different because I believe in Jesus Christ. I do believe you're going to die. I believe I'm going to die. And whatever God has on my day to die, it don't matter if COVID's around, world war, it doesn't matter if I'm, if I'm on an airplane, if I'm swimming, if I'm laying in the bed, sound asleep. And God has the time and date on me. He's calling me home, and ain't nothing I can do about it. We were mad because of the mandates. Then we're going to tell parents that they can't go to their doctor and say, hey, we're not going to get the shot for little Charlie because we don't know if it even works. We're scared what it may do to these kids. A lot of reports out there. So we decided 
So what does uh, Bell Edwards and them do? We're going to mandate kids going to school with a trial drug. That's how woke that dude is. And the media, the, the, the devil's advocate is as woke as any media organization out there. I'm just telling you. There's the mandates. Mandating things that we don't know if it worked or not. We know a mask didn't work. So did. That was all. I didn't, okay, Joe, I'm six feet from you. You got COVID. We're in a line. We're six feet from each other. Now, Joe, you in front of me in a line. And I wait patiently and you go, achoo, achoo, a couple of times, right? And then you move up and I move up in your spot. Joe, we were six feet apart, but we're not, I'm still six feet apart, but I just walked into you sneezing. How did that stop it? So, folks, people like the devil's advocate, this, if you're buying the rag, it's a piece of crap with bad angles. That's all it is. Kids did not want, kids, parents did not want their kids to do this. This had nothing, this was not like taking a polio vaccine. It wasn't. When you think about a vaccine that shuts stuff down, that did. This was doing nothing, no sort, nothing, zero zilch nada. And it destroyed education. It hurt us. We were one of the first ones to get back up and running. We probably saved us. That probably saved our kids. So when they write all this stuff, and they write all it, don't let them set the narrative. Just like I'm not going to let them set the narrative of the real uh, Bell Edwards. The real Bell is woke. He deserves every credential he gets from the woke side. He was a walker. But the advocate, once again, this was written to Pop Landry and Liz Morrell. This is what the story was about because they stood up and tried to tell parents and stuff that, you know, what they were doing, this was unconstitutional. It was. A lot of it was unconstitutional. A lot of it was ungodly. So you're going to get a child, a two-year-old child, a vaccine that we don't even know if it works and then we know it doesn't prevent anybody from getting COVID. And they were worried about the vaccine having a, a bad effect on their kids. And I've had people on this program that said this. So we're writing about COVID and we got to hit the attorney general and the solicitor general. That's on purpose. That's by design. That's John George's piece of trash, the devil's advocate. The people that work there, God bless them is all I can tell them. I don't know what kind of I don't know what kind of God they worship, but it can't be the God of Christ. I can promise you. It's it's just sinful for them to do what they do. But that's what they're going to do, and they're going to do this over and over again through the elections. The decisions that were made on COVID, when we look back, we made a, to not admit that there were a ton of bad bad decisions with COVID means we're going to go through it again one day. That's what it means. Close down the small business. Let the business. You couldn't get COVID. Joe, they closed this business down, right? This, this whole building. You couldn't get, you could get COVID if I came to work. But if I went into the big grocery store, the big box store, I couldn't get, you know that? I couldn't get COVID in those places. I couldn't get COVID if I went into, I mean, all that stuff ought to show you how crazy some of the stuff we did. And I'm telling you, let me say this one more time. You don't mandate stuff that you don't know nothing about. You don't mandate stuff when something's unknown. And even the media just admitted, and so did Cantor. They admitted. We didn't know nothing. Why are you mandating stuff? Why are you telling people what to do, and you don't even know what the hell you're talking about? 
Well, it came from the CDC. Count me out if it comes from the CDC. Count me out. Corey in Fort Polk. How you doing, Corey? Good. How you doing, Moose? Doing fine. Um, I wanted to say, you know, that the way we don't go through this again is to identify um, when coercion is, is being uh, used against us. Uh, the founders had a lot of uh, experience with coercion, and we went into revolution because of that coercive powers from uh, from the, the kingdom. But if you look at this, and COVID-19 is a perfect example of this, but if you look at it from a, from that uh, perspective, you know, they, they, they utilized our kids, they utilized our hospitals, they utilized uh, all the smallest things, our churches against us, saying that we would be, you know, putting people's lives in danger if we didn't do these things, you wouldn't have your job and all these other things. You know, I want to challenge the, your listeners and yourself to, to see that, um, you know, they, they do the same thing with LGBT. They do the same thing with our education. They, they twist your arm and say that you need to have these classes in order to be a, a more fair or more whatever. Yep. And then they force you into, into trying to obey these things. And it shouldn't be that way. They, they do the exact same thing with money and, yeah. all, and all these other things. Well, no, no, we can cord. identify coercion cord, as a tactic. Cord, that's man- when we, we can fight this. Yeah, cord, their maneuver is do what we say. This is the way it is. And there's nobody else with any authority. That's what China does. That's what communists do. Exactly. And the thing about it is, That's you know the- how many people lost their jobs because of all these regulations mm-hmm. and mandates and masks and, and uh, got to get a shot and all that stuff, a shot that we didn't even know what was working or not. We knew it didn't. It, think about it. You're going to take a vaccine. You can still get COVID. You can take a vaccine, and I can still spread it to you. Why'd you take the vaccine? Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 it saved your life. Well, okay. no, I know people took every vaccine they told them to take is dead. They buried. Went to some of the funerals. They took the vaccine. So that yeah. every narrative they had, they changed. Don't wear a mask. Wear a mask. Wear two masks if you really want to be protected. You got people out there still it's wearing the masks. It's how the government uh, manipulates the storylines. Now they have another weapon by using social media to help them be more coercive in the things that they want us to do by pumping these things into our everyday life. We see it in ads. We see it on TV. We see it all over the place. And that's how we, they get more and more people to abide by the things that they want. You, the agenda is climate, LGBT, money, all oh, these yeah. things oh, yeah. are all driven by the government. And they're pushing coercively, uh, you know, compelling us through force, in a sense, to, to be in line with them. And the if problem, you're not, then you're Corey, outcast. Corey, i got to take a break, but you're right. But the problem is we got too many people going along and believing what they told them. I still see people wearing masks out there. They can wear it. I would never tell them anything. That's their business. I wouldn't tell them. They're welcome to wear seven masks if they want to. But they're doing that because they bought into it and they're scared to death. We got scared from COVID because the media made damn sure we got scared from COVID. Let me take a break. You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show. Louisiana is 48th in police pay, 35th in teacher pay, and dead last for firefighters. That doesn't surprise you, does it? The legislature had an extra $2 billion. That's billion with a B. The blue team fought the red team, and then the red team fought the red team. They passed a budget that none of them read, 
without permanent raises for teachers. What kind of message are we sending? It sounds like move to Texas. We don't value you. It's embarrassing. So how can we expect our children to stay, serve and build community if we don't make our teachers, police and firefighters a priority? I'm Hunter Lundy. I'm a Christian and an independent. I'm running for governor. Let's seize the future of family, community and prosperity not one of crime, poverty, and potholes. Why not? Hunter Lundy, governor. Paid for by Lundy for Louisiana. Insanity. Doing the same thing again and again and expecting a different result. Louisiana's education system consistently ranks at the bottom. For years, we've had the same wrong answer, throw more money at the problem. But something is happening in other states. Parents are being empowered to pick a school that fits their child's need through education scholarship accounts. Parents in other states can choose where to spend their child's education dollars. Public school, private school, charter school, home school. You can learn more at a school that fits.com at a school that fits.com. I'm Brandon Trostclair, a successful businessman from Gonzales, Louisiana. Did you know that Louisiana is the only state in the country where we can't audit our elections? As your next Secretary of State, we will be held accountable and transparent to the people of Louisiana and restore trust in our elections. Let's clean up our elections, Louisiana. Go to letsgobrandon.net to learn more. I'm Brandon Trostclair, and I approve this message. If you're hiring. Hi, I'm Dale Brown, best-selling techno-thriller author. I'm also a mission pilot and squadron commander in the Civil Air Patrol. The members of the Civil Air Patrol are volunteer professionals who serve their communities and their nation every day with emergency services, aerospace education, and cadet programs. We train hard, we fly hard, and we get the job done for America. Join the Civil Air Patrol. Visit www.gocivilairpatrol.com and let's go flying. This is Dave from the Dave Matthews Band for Rad. When you go out and party, get drunk, then drive, you're not only loaded, you're a loaded weapon. When you celebrate, designate. Choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, Rad, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Welcome back, Moon Graffon Show. Easy listening sounds at the Moon Graffon Show. No nonpartisan, nonpolitical show on the air today. That would be me. All righty, uh, somebody made a good point. They said, uh, we all knew about the, the mask, but they said when they were wearing them bandanas, them bandanas you can buy at the store. And uh, you ever took a bandana and held it up? I don't care what color it is. You can see clean through that cat. <laughs> I maintain you missed out by not having Moon Graffon. Uh, uh, logo mask. Oh yeah, with the when you put on your neck and bring oh, them the, up. the gators or the mask. If you had just gotten yeah, some mask with the Moongrafon logo, nobody had seen them anywhere because none of your listeners would have worn them. Well, but but the thing about it is, I I, I didn't. I, when I tell you, I, I wore less mask than anybody. I did. You know, Joe and I may die from COVID or another disease one day, but it's not going to be because I didn't wear a mask. You know, and I I was one of the fortunate ones. I don't know if I ever had it. Uh, they did blood tests, couldn't find nothing in it. Uh, I slept with my wife, and I still sleep with my wife, by the way, folks. Uh, <laughs> she, uh, she had it twice. 
And when I tell you I never left the bedside as far as me sleeping to go to work, come back home, eat with her, everything, I did. I just figured if it was my time to get it, I'd get it. I wasn't testing fate. That's not what I was doing. I was living, you know. And uh, but, but, but the whole thing is, uh, is, is, is the devil's advocate way of really just tagging Merle and Landry in a lie. And that's all it is. But you're going to have a lot of that coming from the devil's advocate. I'm just telling you to be prepared. And they do not care. They are the sounding board. They've been the official uh, press press, or press uh, people for Bell Edwards. They will continue to be that. Okay? Wait till the next governor gets in. Don't beat him up, especially if he's a Republican. They could have beat this guy up a lot, but they don't. They defended him every step of the way. I'll say it like the attorney here, every step of the way. So I just thought it was, it was, it was Lucas. So I just want you to be on your P's and Q's, folks, because I'm telling you what's coming and what's coming from the media is uh, anybody that they really don't like, they go after. When they like somebody like they love St. Bell, they've defended him. All right, Joe, Joe was a school teacher. Joe sitting in for Brandon who had to step out. Uh, they're talking about teachers' pay raise, and you were a teacher. I'm not saying mm-hmm. you won't go back one day because you, you liked it. You enjoyed it, but you I like did. radio a little better. But yeah. you, you, you t- you've taught for many years. And so my thing was dealing with pay. I've always been on a record. You know this from a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I wish they paid teachers $100,000 a year, and we never had to talk about teachers' pay again. But, but a caveat is 100000 and then something like a 401K where they put their money up, the whole state can do it, and you can put your money up and invest it and things of that. And that. You don't get the guaranteed retirement and insurance. You don't get that anymore. Mm-hmm. Or the system that's set up now, remember, we pay, we got, we're the second, that our state is the second highest when it comes to amount of money we spend in education in the whole South. Second. By the way, if you look at money spent in government, we're number one through the whole mm-hmm. South. But we're number two. Number two is second. So question would be, why ain't money getting to teachers? And my next thing would be, Joe, Okay, so let's say whatever the system we have now, you can work your way up in the school system. You can make more money in the school system. Okay, it's the way you got to politicize and move your way up, and a lot of people do it. So, question: Would you rather have the hundred thousand and like a four hundred one k? You mm-hmm. called it something else, or would you rather have the fifty two thousand five hundred average that they're telling us now? It's not my mom numbers; that's theirs. Paul put it out, but you get the guaranteed by the Constitution to have the retirement. And the healthcare taken care of. Which one would you? Because listen, I'm giving you an opportunity. I'm not telling you which one's the best. I'd probably go with the guarantee. Yeah, I, I would I, go with the guarantee. Uh, so I mean, the the options that we have as teachers, uh, we get whatever salary we get, but we get we, we it's kind of like the 401 case. The, the okay, public sector me, version is that 403. Let me stop you but, just one second though. Let me throw one other caveat in. Yeah, the people making a hundred thousand doing the 401 k type yeah. investment, they also get social security. Yeah. So, so, so see, there's big benefits. For I mean, not, that's not going to matter much in about 10, 20 years based on the reports uh, of Social Security. No, but let's, just say it was all, let's just say it was all good. As a teacher, you won't get Social Security, right? Because you get all yes. the other guaranteed yeah. stuff. But as a $100,000 maker, you get Social Security when you retire. You get your 401k, whatever you made in that. And that's what you get. That's your benefits versus a guaranteed formula that's going to pay you retirement. I would rather the guy. I, I would rather I, I can manage my money while I'm working. It's the stuff after I'm done working. I want to make sure that's coming in. So the guaranteed retirement, and everything. That's where I would go. 
Yeah, but you see, I just get tired of hearing teacher pay, teacher pay, teacher pay when we're paying the second amount of spending per student. We got it in the South right here in Louisiana. You can't blame somebody like me for not wanting to pay more taxes. Oh, I, I got to look completely. at the bureaucracy of a school board, Desi, and a politician, the elected fed, not the taxpayer. No, absolutely. And the problem is it's, it's all administrative costs. You, you know, you know, the public sector, you know how it goes. The higher the level of bureaucracy, the more that money goes. The, the money that the money that gets spent on education doesn't go to the teachers. That's part of the problem is that you can you can cut from elsewhere in the education bureaucracy and give that money to teachers and the teachers will be happy. The problem is that hundred thousand that you're saying that won't make them happy either because the unions will still want more money for their Bingo. dues to go up and be able to buy more but Democrats. See, you giving me the rest of the story. That's why. That's why I thought oh, this asked Joe. Joe's been around. Joe, the other thing too is uh uh. There's got to come a time that we've we've got to get off the bottom. I do think we made some improvements. I like Brumley a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think certain areas. I've said this many times. We got to have public schools. Yeah, my opinion. Uh, but you also have to have a response saying a public schools can be attended by everybody, not just people that have to go to them. In yeah. other words, you got to make them good enough with people that are sitting out going, you know what? I'm sending my kids to a public school. That ain't you got more people in homeschool and private school here than anywhere in the South. Give them, ain't one of the biggest places in the country. Give them right school here. choice. Give open up open up school choice. What's wrong with choice? Why can't I mean somebody like Edwards ain't gonna let a choice you, in? Oh, absolutely. But you heard what happened in Georgia yesterday. A liberal Democrat flipped to the Republican sure, Party. Black be- liberal Democrat. Because she supports school choice. And the Democrats in Georgia, the white Democrats in Georgia, are now trying to get her primaried in Atlanta. In Atlanta, she's a black liberal Democrat. In Atlanta, well, it's even worse than that. They beat up, up. They beat her up. They did. The school They've board and the school system trashed this black lady to death. A representative who said, "I'm gonna be a Republican." I'm taking it. She went Republican. Yeah, okay. she did. Okay. Big, she, and, it was, and it was because big news was, all across Georgia. But see, she made a point too. I, I got. As a matter of fact, I got to, to talk about it the next hour. That she uh, she says the Democrat Party is devastating the black community, and she is right. And I've been saying that for 20 years on this program, it is. And they, but you, you, some reason, they Democrat, black Democrats think they have to vote Democrat to get whatever they're going to get, and they're not getting it. It was big news in Georgia media, but the national media didn't cover it. Of course if a, not. If, if a conservative Republican opposed school choice and flipped to the Democratic Party because of it, that'd be national news, right? National news. And then if they, when, they, when they flipped, they said, I hate Donald Trump, it'd be even more better national oh, yeah. news. Anyway, it's uh, I'm just looking at, at at the money part of it, and I think uh, if you give teachers pay raise, then teachers benefit from it. But that don't mean everything else benefits. So I think you you can have a choice. Okay, if you've been in the system, retirement system, ten or fifteen years plus, we're just gonna keep you where you are. If you coming in the system new, we're gonna put you in this new way of doing it. You're gonna make more money. You're gonna better get your Social Security when you retire one day. But it ain't gonna be guaranteed. And I think if these teachers would look at this, most of them would just run back and say, I'll keep what I got. That's just my opinion. I just think they would keep what they got and they'd be, be tickled to death. All right, that's going to wrap up the first two hours. Another hour to go. You can click uh, Moon Graffon and listen live at the moongraffon.com website. It's uh, an opportunity. You can always email me, moon at moongraffon.com and check us out on Facebook, friends of Moon Graffon page. We got to go to some of y'all, but the rest of y'all stick around. We got another hour.
show that's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show here on News Talk 96.5. KPEL. Hi, I'm Smokey Bear, and I made an assistant to help you out because only you can prevent wildfires. Hey, Assistant Smokey Bear, call me Papa Bear because I'm grilling up dinner. <laughs> do you get it? Yes, good job. So what should I do with all these coals? Don't just toss them out. Put them in a metal container because those embers can start a wildfire. I understand. The stakes are high. Ha, 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 ha. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. News Talk, 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Support for Ukraine, but no NATO invites. I'm Rich Dennison, Fox News. NATO allies say they will offer long-term support for Ukraine in its fight against Russia, and when the time is right, will invite Kyiv to join a military alliance. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg today announcing the allies will continue sending aid to Ukraine and will provide long-term security assistance post-war. President Biden today praising Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky and his people for their courage amid Russia's invasion. Your resilience and your resolve has been uh, a model for the whole world to see. President Zelensky in return praising the Biden administration and Americans for their continued support. Inflation continued to moderate last month as the consumer price index rose two-tenths of a percent, up three percent for the year ending in June. Core inflation, excluding food and energy, rose 4.8% in the year ending in June. Price increases have been retreating since topping 9% as the Federal Reserve continues its efforts to low inflation back to the 2% level. Climate envoy and former Secretary of State John Kerry will spend next week in China discussing the climate crisis with Chinese government officials. The meetings come ahead of the United Nations Climate Summit at the end of the year in Dubai. Kerry is the latest high-ranking administration official to travel to China. Secretary of State Antony Blinken met with President Xi Jinping last month, and Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen was in Beijing last week. President Biden says he plans to meet with Xi at some point. Fox's Jared Halpern in Washington. Floodwaters are receding in Vermont cities hard hit by a storm that delivered two months of rain in just two days, prompting nearly 200 water rescues. Officials and volunteers are focusing now on recovering from the disaster, which trapped residents in homes, closed roads, and choked streets and businesses with mud and debris. America is listening to Fox News. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go, shortness of breath, fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit notimetowait.com. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Shooing seagulls away from our beach snacks is easy, but keeping my frequent heartburn away, that was a full-time job. I had to chew up to 10 antacids a day to manage it. Then I tried Prilosec OTC. Just one pill a day blocks my frequent heartburn for a full 24 hours, giving me one-and-done heartburn relief. Thanks to Prilosec OTC, now my heartburn's on vacation too. Prilosec OTC, one pill a day, 24 hours, zero heartburn. It's possible while taking Prilosec OTC. Use as directed for 14 days to treat frequent heartburn, not for immediate relief. 
The nominee to lead America's military facing a major obstacle as he appears before Congress. General Randy George currently serves as the Army Vice Chief and will become the Army Chief of Staff if confirmed by the Senate. There is a problem for George, though, as Alabama Republican Senator Tommy Tuberville is blocking military promotions in protest of the Biden administration's military abortion policy. George will appear before the Senate Armed Services Committee today, where Chairman Jack Reed has floated the idea of confirming certain top-ranking positions through a roll-call vote. Reed says that process could take months to complete. On Capitol Hill, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. Three people were killed, 14 others injured early this morning in a southern Illinois crash involving a Greyhound bus and several commercial vehicles. The Illinois State Police reporting that crash occurred just before 2 o'clock this morning along Interstate 70 in Madison County. A Georgia Democrat switches sides after she says her party crucified and abandoned her. Misha Maynard, who has represented the Georgia House for the last two years, says she'll switch her party registration to Republican. She says her decision isn't a political one, but a moral one. Maynard angered her Democratic colleagues over her recent support for a school choice bill. She also tells Fox News Digital Democrats have gotten away with using and abusing the black community. Maynard says her work across party lines will continue after she switches parties. Chris DeMeo, Fox News. New research suggests humans lived in South America at the same time as the now extinct giant sloths, bolstering evidence that people arrived in the Americas earlier than previously thought. Scientists analyzed pendants made of bony material from the sloths and concluded they were the work of deliberate craftsmanship, Dating of the ornaments and sediment at the Brazil site point to an age of 25 to 27,000 years old. I'm Rich Dennison, and this is Fox News.